Hello folks, today I'm here to talk, to do my first major, my first famous building podcast. I might do a few of these because I think it's kind of fun and I want to branch out and learn more about other types of history and this is my way of encouraging me to do so. Today I will start off with the Sagrada Familia, which I read about a few days ago and I thought was super cool. For those who do not know, the Sagrada Familia is a church, a massive church that is still unfinished and still on the way and it was started back in about... 1882 and it's still being built which i think is super super cool and one of the reasons i like it so much is that it's, and that throughout the process they've kept incorporating new ideas and new designs and that they're still planning on finishing it and they hope to be done by 2026 so if they keep to that schedule this will be a pretty awesome thing to visit one day so the sagrada familia was commissioned by a bookseller named joseph maria bocabella and they ended up starting building in 1882 and the, the designer, the main designer was Antonio Gatti. And the way in which they ended up building it is they couldn't get government or, public or church funding. So they had to build it and fundraise themselves. And they were only able to build a bit of it during their lifetime. They were only able to get like one spire, the crypt, and the apse. However, they don't really care about the slow speed. And they just keep building and building. It's actually now a UNESCO World Heritage Site and one of the most popular tourist attractions in Spain. It's about 2 million visitors a year, and it gets about 25 million bucks. I mean, not bucks, 25 million euros. Sorry, sorry. And this lets them put in all types of detail. It's supposed to be an amazingly detailed and very well built, a lot of effort into it. And they began using modern technologies. They've had reinforced concrete, computer designs, 3D printing. And another cool fact is that they actually have Antonio Gotti buried in the crypt. And God spent about 42 years of his life on the thing, on the project. However, they only managed to finish about a little bit over 25. They had managed to finish less than 25% of it. They still have been building. However, they have consecrated the basilica by this point. So they can, they, they, so they can do religious services. Except they're still in the process of adding more and more stuff. So some quick stats. It's about 90 meters long. 170 meters tall. Oh no, that's their, that's their planned height, sorry. It's about 18 spires, 8,000 seats, and it gets about 2 million visitors a year. Now we're going to talk about a bit of their architecture. The interior has a unique design. They use elaborate branching internal columns. These help them direct the weight of the building downward, which lets it have this very durable stone roof instead of like the traditional wood one. In addition to this, they don't need any of those flying buttresses, which you can often see on outsides of buildings, to help prop it up. And they've actually modeled the different columns after kind of like a twisting plant stem, and they each begin as either a polygon or a star. And they keep adding more sides and points at certain intervals to kind of double it as it rises. And eventually, they all become cylinders, which is very interesting. In addition, they've also done... Stained glass windows in a way which is very different than the traditional Catholic method. Instead of doing the lighter, the lighter panels at the bottom to give more illumination, they do the top windows completely clear to let much more light flood into the building, which I think is a very interesting design. And they're planning to add 12 towers for each of Jesus' apostles. They're going to have four towers for each of their gospel writers. A tower for Mary, the Jesus Tower, a vaulted roof, and a much very nice facade.
Well, that was all for now, folks, on the Sagrada Familia. Thanks for listening.